Okay, so I just wanted to uh, go over one point from last week. So we're in the um, we're in the Yisod Hashvi about Nevuos Moshe Rabbeinu, and um, at the end we're talking about the fourth difference that the Ramam mentions, and that is um, that uh, all the other Nevi'im he says. Um, Yeshim Vakshim mean uh one second. Yeah. He says, um Mahevdal Harvi that all the Nivim, the Chazon doesn't come according to their will. It's Birdson Hashem. And some Nivim remain for many years and don't have any Nivuah. And some um and some and some are, are requests. Yeshim Vakshim in a Novi, Lodim, Dava Benavua, Vishoraj, Tolo, and Vua, Achayam, Wahar, Hadashim, Olotavo, Lokla. So it's possible, like the Ram said in the Mordi Lukum, that that's the distinction. It's one of the distinctions between his conception of Navua and the philosopher's conception. That for the philosopher, it's going to be automatic or necessary. And for the Rambam, he says in uh, the Halachic, the, the Torah view is, that it's even if the person has achieved the, the perfection, and he's roy for nevuah, without the rutzon Hashem, he's not going to be a navi. But the Ram does does say that for him to not have nevuah would be some kind of um, nace, so to speak, some kind of intervention, so to speak. Interesting. Okay, but 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 in either case, it's totally on the rutzon Hashem, and he says, um, yeah. Um, like Alicia, and then the nevuah came, and um, and but but it's ain's the hechrachishin is not because manche yiskonin, but even if with the proper preparation, it's still not necessary that they will have a that they will have a nevuah. But Moshe Rabbeinu calls manche yirta Omar imdu veshma mayitzav shemachem. Okay, so for Moshe, at any time that he wanted, he could receive nevuah. It wasn't, it wasn't something that was, uh, it was it was hechrachi essentially, and that's what he says. Dabriel Aaron Achifa So Aaron can't go into the ohel moed b'choles, but uh, but Moshe can. So. Again, so we're discussing what is the implication of this uh, of this chilek in terms of Moshe Rabbeinu. We're not so much focused on the on the fact, but what it tells about his level of the type of navi that he was. So in the Yad, in the Yisodia Torah, he expands on this a little bit more. So I just wanted to touch on this, and then and then and then take up a, a, a very interesting uh, chapter in the Marnu. So he says. Um, this is in Perak Shvi, Yisodia Torah, Lachad Dalad. Call on a VM Ain Misnabim Bechol Eis Shiyirtzu. So that's one of the um, one of the uh, characteristics of, of of the of the ordinary Navi that um, he can't have Nevuah any time he wants. Now, listen carefully though. He says, "Ella Mechuvanim Daitam V'Yoshim Semechim V'Tuve Leiv Umis Bodedim." So when he says that a navi, that a regular navi can't have nevuah anytime he wants, so there are two reasons. Okay, one is, like he says over here, he simply is not in the state 
of being ready for the world. In his waking, in his daily life, he's involved in other things. So his mind is, is, is distracted. Um, he's not on that level of contemplating the, the, the proper uh, concepts to be uh, Roy for Nevoa. So on the first, first order, a regular Navi is not is not before Ace because he has to be machaving his dust. He has to sit and make himself happy and in a good spirit and misboded in. Right, put himself into some kind of isolation. So he has an emotional, he's an emotional uh, creature. He still has feelings and uh, and things like that. So he has to put himself in the right state of mind. Um, so what he's calling the bnei anavim, he's not he didn't, he's not defining that term yet, but. What he calls the B'nai and the V'im, they have in front of them these instruments, um, and they would use them when they would when they would uh, seek nevuah. Okay, meaning to say they would use them sometimes to put them into the right uh, mood or remove their uh, anxieties or uh, some kind of uh, anger. Okay, v'zehu shenemar v'hema misnabim klomar nahalchem b'derech nevuah ad sheinavu. Meaning to say, misnavim means they're bringing themselves to nevuah. They're, they're 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 readying themselves to that. So, like we say, he's misgadel means he's growing and 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 uh, and achieving. So the bnei nevuah misnavim means they're going on the derech nevuah. But but the point is that they're not at that stage uh, all at all times, and they have to bring themselves to that stage. Now. And then he says, Elu Elu Shemavakshim Lisnabe, That's what you call uh, the, the sons of the Navim. It means the ones who are seeking uh, to become uh Navim or to have prophecy. So that's the first thing. But then even though they have the right das, right, they have the right state of mind, Right, so in the, the first in the first stage, they simply are not roy for them. That's the b'nei nevi'im. Then they're mahalchim; they go on a derech that prepares themselves to be roy for nevuah. But still, even though they're in that state, it's possible that they will have nevuah, and it's possible that the that the shechina will not be shor aleim. Okay, that's uh, that. Then he leaves it at that, and then he goes through the chilukim. Um, between that, them, and Moshe Rabbeinu. So I'm just going to jump to this last chilek. And that is, um, that's in the next halacha, towards the end. And he says, Kol ha-nevi'im right? Like he said a minute ago. Moshe Rabbeinu ain't okay. Ela kol zman she-yachpots ruach ha-kodesh lavashto u-nevur shor olav. So any, at every time that he wants, the uh, the Ruach HaKodesh is, uh, you know, is um, like, uh, like um, I'm not sure we put, how you put, clothes him, cloaks him, and the um, Nevua rests upon him. He takes the, he takes the two elements, right? 
he doesn't have to have like uh, like like the Hasidim Rishon for Tfilah. They they sit for an hour, get their heads straight, get their minds together, get their thoughts clear. Moshe never needed like that type of a moment of transition. He was always on that level where he was in line with the um, with the um, process of Nevoa. Because Sharei, he says, ain't no his domain law. He didn't have to prepare for it. Sharei hu mechuvan, hu mezuman, v'omed, kemalach hayashares. That was the line I was looking for. He was like a malach. He existed like malach hayashares. Interesting. So he didn't need to engage in the preparation. But the Ram said before, even though the Navi is on the level where he's prepared, it still is Efsha or, or, or uh, Efsha yes, Efsha no. It still is up to the Russian chef. So I can understand that Moshe was always on the level where he was Mufuban. He doesn't need to stop and prepare. So I understand clearly why that's why he's different from a regular Navi on that score. But what about the idea that uh, even, a Navi, even if a person is on that level, it's not a guarantee? Up to the Ratzon Hashem. So why is so? So what about in terms of the Ratzon Hashem? So he says, "Lefikach misnavi b'choles." Yeah, but but that but that doesn't really explain it because you know that makes it sound like since he's mechuvan, since he doesn't need to have any preparation, and he is mechuvan umezuman va'omed, that therefore he'll automatically get in the rule of time. But 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 in the Ramzay before. In the end of um, hey, so being mechuvan is not a guarantee. So why is he saying with 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 Moshe? It sounds like he's saying since he's always in that state, he'll always he you know he he does he, he it's uh, it'll always happen. Now okay, let's go a little further. He says um that's interesting. He says, and that with this, Hashem guaranteed him. Okay. Okay, famous, well known, well known um, over there in, in this context that. That after Sinai, Hashem said to Moshe, "Tell them to go back to their tents." Right? And those everybody else had three days where they separated and they were kaiyus themselves to be on the level of my to, to be ready for the Maimon Sinai. And afterwards, they had a heter to return to their lives. Okay, But to Moshe, amodi madi, po amodi madi, you stay here. Okay. So that shows you what does it mean the the Bnei Israel, I guess he's saying were were on some kind of a level of Navua. So he's telling them now, go back to your tents. So what does that show you? It shows you that all of the Nevi'im, when the Nevu'ah is removed, they return to their tents. What's their tents? Tzorkei Haguf. Kulan. Kulan Kishara'am. So after an ordinary Navi finishes his Nevu'ah, he goes back to 
the mortal life, the regular life of a, of an or of a person, it's the life of the tent, okay, uh, the life of the physical. Mefikach enon portion minashosayim. That's why a regular navi doesn't separate from his wife. He never returned to his first tent. It's interesting. He separated from physicality to a certain degree, and he never went lower. Hold on. So he separated from his wife and all things similar. His das was tied to the tzur ha'olomim v'lo nistalek ha'hod me'olav li'olam. And the splendor never left, uh, was never removed from him. V'koran or ponav v'nizkadesh kemalachim. So he's saying that's the, that's the implication, that's the meaning of koran or ponav. That he had a, uh, somewhat of a, of a, of a celestial uh, existence. So he never he never uh, left that that station. Standing amodi modi means stand in this uh, in in this place, meaning the place of his perfection. Standing in the place of his perfection. Interesting. Raman the Mora goes through the question of omed. What, what the word omed? Okay. Um, yeah, but still, does that explain why? He wasn't subject to Ratzon Hashem anymore. So you could say, well, that's not Tacha. That Tacha is, you're right. Uh, conceptually, even on the level of Moshe, it could still be totally on Ratzon. But he was given a guarantee that he'll be different. Yeah. Or it's, or this level of Navua, this level of a Navi is not subject to that qualification of Ratzon Hashem. So the Ram says, the question is, what was he Poresh from? So it was Poresh Minho Isha. He says, Umikol Hadomela. So obviously, you know, basic sustenance, I guess he had to he had to engage. But anything other than that, other than anything, anything that partook of a, a, a pleasure, it would seem he, he didn't uh, he didn't he had no he had no need, no psychological needs for those kinds of things. Um, there were no energies. No psychological energies that were uh, that were channeled to anything else, but but maybe it means like this. In other words, when you say a navi doesn't get navua automatically, okay, hechrochi, and the ordinary navi is still dependent on the rotzon Hashem for navua. Um, it may maybe it means like this. Yeah, one second. See, I think you have to say, like uh, like Yaakov saying over here. In other words, for the navi, for a person on the level of navua to not get in navua, the Ram says it's somewhat like a um, somewhat like a nerve. Um, yeah, that is over here in the Moro again. It says, if such a person is not a prophet, he is in the same position. Uh, yeah. He says, according to my opinion, that's in this is in 32, book two, uh, this fact is, is, is as exceptional as any other miracle. Right. It is that the case, it is in that, it is for we believe that even if one has the capacity for prophecy, 
and has fully, duly prepared himself, it may yet happen that he does not actually prophesy. It is in that case the will of God. According to my opinion, this fact is as <clears throat> exceptional as any other principle and uh, miracle, sorry, and acts in the same way. But the laws of nature demand that everyone should be a prophet who has a proper physical constitution has been duly prepared as regards education and training. If he is not, then it's like he's being deprived of his hand or of his eye. Okay. But the thing is like this. So why would Hashem take away someone's nevuah if he's, oh, if he's ready for it? So you have to say that although, although a person may have been able to attain a state where he's Roy for Nevoah, but he still is not a Malach Hashem. He still is a, an individual with other character traits. And he is in, uh, and it could be that although he has that faculty developed right now, maybe for some other reason, he's not uh, Roy for it in terms of a Zachus. Or, or maybe there's some uh, some other consideration, but it has to stem from some element in his personality and some element in his um, in his overall perfection. You don't have to be the the. You don't have to have no flaws that the Brahman discusses a lot in uh, Shmarah Prakam. You don't have to be free of any flaws to be a Navi, right? So it could be. Look, there's a faculty. There's some natural process that would. That would um, that would tend towards the nevoa, but maybe the navi has um, some uh, an small anger issue that's not not uh, not uh, you know showing itself now or whatever it is. He just might not be in the right things. Might not line up for him to be zocher for it. Okay, but that's only that's only possible. The rutz Hashem, I guess I'm trying to say it like this: the rutz Hashem is not capricious. It has to be based on something. Something other than his capacity to be a navi. There could be some other factor that that uh, that 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 goes against that uh, that 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 the that uh, ability and makes it not appropriate for him or his or his time or his place. But if it's, if it's a person like Moshe who has nothing other than seichel, there's no there's no there's no there's nothing for the rutzon to attach to, so to speak. There's no other factor that would be connected his nevuah because he has no other uh, defects. He has no other, um, uh, you know, uh, idiosyncrasies or anything like that. So when the when the Raman says for him to not be a navi, it would be it would be an act of it would be a rutzon Hashem of depriving him. What I'm trying to say though is that the rutzon Hashem still is based on some other aspect of his personality. And for some other reason, he's not really for it. But you can't, but what he's trying to show you is uh, the the Navi like Moshe can't have such a thing because he has nothing other, nothing in his mahus, in his in, in his whole existence that is uh, anything connected the perfection of, um, of of his of his of his soul and the perfection of his ideas. And therefore it would have to be a uh, just some capricious, arbitrary uh, rejection of uh, of a good, and that's not possible. Yeah. So again, I just wanted to just say that the that fourth 
Kenai that doesn't apply to the Rambam is uh, to, to to Moshe is from his perfection. It's not just some arbitrary thing. Yeah. You're saying again, to speak abundantly clear, you're saying that. Okay, so I want to take up this. Uh, we, we, we started a little bit last time, but a very interesting chapter in the Marna Rufam, chapter 35. Okay, where Ram is basically picking up uh, from this discussion. He starts the chapter like this. Book 2, chapter 35. I have already described the four points in which the prophecy of Moses, our teacher, was distinguished from that of other prophets. In books accessible to everyone. In the commentary on the Mishnah, that's this. And in the Mishnah Torah, what we just read. I have also adduced evidence for my explanation and shown the correctness thereof. Okay, so that's very clear. That's old news that uh, the Ram is different from other Nadim on those four, um, in those four uh, ways. Okay, uh, four points. I need not repeat the subject here, nor is it included in the theme of this work. For I must tell you that whatever I say here of prophecy refers exclusively to the form of the prophecy of all prophets before and after. Moses. So this book, these series of chapters discussing prophecy are not uh, are only discussing the prophets before and after Moshe. But as to the prophecy of Moses, I will not discuss it in this work with one single word, whether directly or indirectly, because in my opinion, the term prophet is applied to Moses and other men homonymously. Okay, so in Kafach, he says like, for instance, we say about, we say the word person about a, a live uh, thinking individual or a, a statue. There's a, there's a statue, there's a statue of a person. Okay, look, look at that, uh, look at that, there's, there's a picture of the person, there's a statue of the person, whatever. So you, but they're not, the word person can be applied, it's uh, equivocally to a statue because it has some depiction, some reference of commonality. But there's no essential, there's nothing essentially the same about a, an actual uh, human being and a uh, statue, even though you can call them both a person. Oh, people do. Now, um, so that's also what we mentioned last week. But this is what I wanted to take up this week. A strange assertion that Ram makes. He says, a similar distinction. Now, we have to be, we have to ask ourselves when the Ram says this. How similar does he mean? Okay, so a minute ago he said, let's keep this in mind. A moment ago we just read, the Ram said, the Nevuas Moshe and the Nevuas Sharanadim are only considered, only share the term Nevuah. But in terms of what they really are, they have no Shaykhs one to the other. And, and of course, that's encapsulated in those four Chilukim. Every other Navi had to, had, had, had his mind developed, but he still existed in the context of his body and his psyche and all of those things. He needed to have hachanos. He needed he needed to be asleep. He needed to be through the malach of imagination and all those other things, right? But Moshe was the Dvarashem, the direct Dvarashem. So it's not it's not comparable. They're not like different degrees. They're qualitatively different. Okay. So in terms of the nevoah, it's very clear that it's a it's a qualitative distinction. And then he says. Um, a similar distinction, I think, must be made between the miracles wrought by Moshe and those wrought by our other prophets. 
for his signs are not of the same class as the miracle miracles of other prophets. So that's a very a very strong statement to say that in a similar way that Moshe's nevuah was totally different from other nevim's nevuah. His nisim were totally different from other 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 nevim's uh, nisim. Yeah, we're gonna work out where first. Know, two, three plays were meant to be done by Moshe. Oh, so not hard. not every single one, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, you'll see. He says that his prophecy was distinguished. So there's two questions, right? What kind of a distinction is there? I mean, a miracle is a miracle. What kind of a distinction is there between right. Moshe's miracles and the super miracle? Uh, and also, what? Who cares? What? What's the significance of that? Right. I understand the significance of his nevuah being different. What's the significance of his Nisan being different? As a matter of fact, the Rambam says in that same chapter, in the, in the next chapter in the Sodia Torah, that we don't care about Nisan. Nisan don't impress us, right? And he says, Moshe Rabbeinu lohem osos she osa. We don't believe Moshe because of the osos. Every when you see a, an os, there's always some uh, you know possibility that there's something shady going on. Ella, no pun intended. Kola also she also Moshe b'midbar lo tzarech also. You only do things that are out of necessity. Lo lehi rayal in the void. He didn't. He didn't he didn't do miracles to prove he's a Navi. Okay. You, you got a problem with the Mitzrayim? All right, we'll sink him in the arm. Uh, you got a, you need some food? All right, we'll bring down the mon. You're thirsty? We'll crack the rock and get the water. Okay. Uh, Korach's uh, acting up, or the earth will swallow him up. Everything was because of a necessity. Okay. So why did they believe him? Because of Maimon Asimim. Okay. And at Maimon Hasina, essentially, they were witness to his to his being another. Okay, that's what the Ram develops over here in the rest of this chapter. Um, but but the point is, uh, since the Rambam seems to be devaluing Nisim in general vis-a-vis Nevoah, why is there now making a big distinction between Moshe, uh, Moshe's Nisim and, and the Nisim of the other Nevoah? Okay. Okay. So those are the things we have to keep in mind. So let, let's let's see where he how is he demonstrating this? Well, and in what way are they different? Okay. So once again, so he says, let's pick back up in, in the Marsh Bokum. He says that his prophecy was distinguished from that of all his predecessors, is proved by the passage. And I appeared to Abraham, right? Uh, but but my that's a that's a Kyoshakai, but but my name, the Lord, I was by my name, the Lord, I was not known unto them. So, so that is in, in, uh, in, 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 in that's in the beginning of um, Shmos, at the end of the era. So, uh, so that's when he was complaining, right? So he says to Moshe, look, you're, you're, you're a different kind of a novel. Okay. How that works out over there, you have to see. But, um, we thus learn that his prophetic perception was different from that of the patriarchs and uh, excelled and excelled it. 
a fortiori, it must have excelled that of the other prophets before Moshe. As to the distinction of Moshe's prophecy from that of succeeding prophets, okay, so we know from um, that he was greater than the Avos, and of course, the Avos are greater than any, any other Nabim before Moshe. So he was definitely greater than anyone before him. How about anyone after him? Um, and it says, and there, and there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. Okay, so that's lo, lo kam, lo kam be Israel kamoshia od. So there is, uh, so that means in the future no navi will arise like Moshe. So that's clear in terms of his nevuah that he was distinct, and no one will ever be. Um, Will 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 reach his level, and that's what he said in Italy in in episode, that he's the other than the VM, the VM. It is thus clear that his prophetic perception was above that of later prophets in Israel, who are a kingdom of priests and of a holy nation, and whose midst is uh, in whose midst is the Lord. Okay, much more is it above that of prophets among other nations. Yeah, where's Yosef tonight? So. He was asking me about Bilam last week. So, um, yeah, Ram talks about that later. 54, what is it? 55. Um, okay, so that in terms of Nebua, it's clear he's distinct and uh, greater than, than all predecessors and, and, and later in the year. The general distinction between the wonders of Moshe and those of other prophets is this. Okay, listen carefully. What is the difference between the Nisim of Moshe and the Nisim of the other Nevi'im? The wonders wrought by prophets or for them is all very interesting. What does it mean that a Navi makes, does an ace? Right? He says, the, the wonders wrought by the prophets or for them are witnessed by a few individuals. Okay, so some of a regular Navi. For example, the wonders wrought by by Eliyahu and Elisha, right? The king of Israel is therefore surprised and asks Gehazi to describe to him the miracles wrought by Elisha. Tell me, I pray you, all the great things that Elisha has done. And it came to pass as he was telling, etc. And Gehazi said, my lord, O king, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. So they were great Nisim, right? The magnitude might say, well, bring someone back to life. Did Moshe ever do that? So he's saying, well, the important thing is here that the Nevi'im who performed Nisim, or had Nisim performed for them, were those Nisim were performed in front of a limited audience. Right? A limited audience. The same is the case with the signs of every other prophet except for Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, he's going to have to explain some, some cases that seem to go against that. Okay. Scripture therefore declares that no prophet will ever, like Moshe, do signs publicly in the presence of friends and enemies of his followers and his opponents. This is the meaning of the words. And there arose not a prophet since in Israel like, like unto Moshe, etc., in all the signs and wonders, etc., in the sight of all Israel. Okay, let's get the puzzle, etc. Um, so, 
Yeah, so Devarim, Lamed Dalad Yud, Velokom, Novi Ov, Yisrael Kemosha, Asher Yido Hashem, Ponim El Ponim. So that's his level of Nevoah. But then also, Lechol HaOsos, Vahamofisim, Asher Shalacho Hashem, Lasos, Be'eretz Mitzrayim, Lefaro, Ulechol Avadov, Ulechol Artso. So the Ram saying, what is the distinction of Moshe that no Navi will reach? Two things. One is his Nevoah, and the second is his Nisim. But in what way are his Nisim distinct? He says, it is in this sense. Two things are mentioned here together. Namely, there will not arise a prophet that will perceive as Moshe perceived, or a prophet that will do as he did. Then it is pointed out that the signs were made in the presence of Paro, all his servants, and all his land. The opponents of Moshe. So that's the first puzzle. So all of his enemies, okay, the opponents, and also in the presence of all the Israelites, his followers. But that's the second possible. So that's the distinction of Moshe's Nisim. That it will that no no Navi will do Nisim. The Ram says that Moshe's Moshe was greater than any other Navi in two on two two facets. One is his Nevoah, and the other is his Nisim. His Nisim. So the Navu is clear, it's Panam al Panam. But what was so special about his Nisim? So the Ram says, what was special about his Nisim? The Pasuk indicates that he was the only Navi who ever did or ever will do Nisim in front of all of his opponents and all of Israel. Because it says, all the Osos and the Mofsim that Hashem sent him to do in the land of Mitzrayim to Paro and all of his servants and all of his land. So he did, he did Nisim in front of everybody. Everybody saw the Nisim of the of the uh, Makos. And also it was done a Yad Chazaka and Moragadol that he did Le'ene Kol Yisrael. So no other Navi did Nisim of that magnitude of publicity. Okay, so he says, well, so, so, but still the question is who cares? Why is that such a special thing? I mean, I understand the Nebuah being special. I understand why that's a distinction. But why is this even a qualitative? Why is this this just seems like it's uh, it's more public. How how is he saying just like his nevuah was totally different, so to his nisim totally different. Nevuah was totally different. There was no, it, it wasn't the same uh, process. But the, the nisim just sounded like it was a bigger audience. Does that, does that make it totally different? And why should that be a distinction? Anyway, so Ron, yeah. Also, his nevuah wasn't different yet, right? But when he's doing those nisim. Because well, he wasn't okay. talking about Panam until Sinai. Right, it's true. So he says, you must not be led, be misled by the account of the light of the sun stood still certain hours for Yoshua. So now the Ram's going through, well, you might say, what do you mean? Didn't, didn't Yoshua do a nace that was visible to everybody in the world? I mean, if the sun stood still for a day, everybody's going to notice that, right? All right. This is the Rambam. So the Rambam says, the Rambam says, uh, it, it is not said there in the sight of 
yeah, he said, um, we must not be misled by the account that the light of the sun stood still certain hours for Yoshua when he said in the sight of Israel, Bebene Yisrael. It doesn't say Bebene Kol Yisrael. <laughs> but how could it not be? Very way so, right? He says, and also uh, by Eliyahu on, on Har Carmel, it wasn't all of Klai Yisrael, he says. Now he says, when I said above that the sun stood still certain hours, I explained the words Kayom Tomim. Because it says there, the sun stood still Kayom Tomim. So he says, that doesn't mean it stood still for 24 hours. It means it stood still the longest, like the longest day possible. Tomim means perfect. It indicates that that, that day appeared to the people of Givon as their longest day in the summer. So that's the Ram's interpretation. It's an interesting interpretation. He says that basically in that area, they had a certain nace that the that it stayed light till nine o'clock at night. Even though maybe it was uh you know uh five o'clock uh shkia. Six thirty shkia. But he's saying that was a local, it was a local, it wasn't like this, it wasn't like the earth stopped spinning. You know it was some kind of a some kind of a, I don't know, atmospheric condition where the rays of the sun were, you know, reflected and uh, and refracted and all that stuff. That's right. That's right. Exactly. That's the point. So, uh, and your mind must comprehend the distinction of the prophecy and the wonders of Moshe and understand that his miracle, his greatness and prophetic perception was the sense, was the same as his power in producing miracles. Strange drama. He's trying to make some connection that the fact that he had that power of Nebuah, that is the same as his power of producing miracles. If you further assume that we are un, uh, unable fully to comprehend the nature of this greatness, you will understand that when I speak in the chapters that follow on prophecy in the different level classes of prophets, I only refer to the prophets which have sustained, which have not sustained the degree of motion. Okay. Basically, that's that's uh, but but it still leaves us with the question: What is this idea? The nature of the Nisan being um, so unique, and the fact that they were witnessed by everybody—that's that's the whole uniqueness that he seems to be, and that, that's based on the pasuk. But why is that connected to his level of being a navi? Why why is it because he's such a great navi like like that? He was Zohar, or he was able to have Nisan that were lefnei kol ha'am. And a lesser Navi can't do a nace that's Yisrael. What's the connection between those two ideas? It's there was there's two ways to approach the to approach this question. You could either say that the that the the level his level of Navua um, gave him the capacity or the ability to have certain kinds of miracles done that no other Navi could be, uh, could uh, uh, bring down, right? And there's some connection between the level of Navua that a person's on and the level of nace that he can generate or he can direct or be Zohetu, right? Or you could say, I think the way you're going is no, Nisim are in the hands of God. 
And uh, God can perform a nace uh, for anybody at any time, uh, however great he desires. But uh, there was something special that Moshe needed to have this kind of a nace, and no other Navi, um, no other Navi before or after uh, was ha had this kind of, was on this kind of a level that this kind of a nace would be appropriate for him. In other words, where's the cause and effect? Is the is the is it that is that is it that the navi creates the nace or is himself responsible for the nace and therefore the greater navi the greater nace he can create he can be responsible for, or no, is it a separate thing that for some reason, for some reason Moshe was on a certain level that he um, that he needed a nace that was of this magnitude, or it was appropriate for him to have a nace of this magnitude. The nace was, was was commensurate to his level. Not that the nace was generated from his greatness, but it was it was uh, it was appropriate to his level. Yeah. It seems that the focus is the. the... Yeah, why is the audience so important, and why is it that it's the enemies, the opponents, and the uh, and the nation? So I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. There, there was, there's one line in here that 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 caught my uh, interest, caught my eye. And that is where he, where he quotes, he says about Elisha, right? He says, I'll show you that the other Nevi'im didn't have this level of, didn't have this level of Nisim because by Elisha, it says that the king said to him, tell me, he told Gehazi, tell me about the Nisim of Elisha. And in order for, in order for him to know he had to be informed. In order for him to know, he had to be informed. So you see, it wasn't first-hand knowledge to everybody, right? It wasn't first-hand knowledge to everybody. And that's what, he was, that's what he's saying is the distinction. That for Moshe, nobody had to ask anybody, tell me what Ben Amram did, right? Nobody had to ask, tell me what Moshe did. None of the bnei uh, bnei Yisrael and none of the of the mitzvah. So what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Interesting. It was first everybody had. There was a time. There was a point in time where everyone, both friend and foe, knew firsthand that Moshe was the balanes. That Moshe was on a certain madrega. Of Hashkacha, that that the Nisim were done uh, by him or on his behalf, however you want to put it. So what? So still, what's what's so special about that? What's so special? What's the difference if Gehazi has to tell you, or uh, you, or everyone knows themselves? I, I think I may, maybe maybe we're saying similar to what you're saying. It's like it's true. The Ram says that the Nase is not the reason why we believe in Moshe, but once we have a belief in Moshe. Then we don't believe any of the osos are are, uh, are kishif, right? He's just saying you can't you can't you don't necessarily you can't necessarily prove a person that is a navi from from a sim from an os because maybe there's always dofi. Maybe you'll say so there was some trick, but once we know that Moshe was a was a navi, uh, we know his level for sure, and therefore all of, all of his osos and and, and ofsim are a demonstration of his. Uh, of his uh, of the myla of his uh, of his greatness, and the idea is like this: that what is the what is the 
what is the distinction? Because the Ram says in the beginning, in a similar way to his Nevoah being different, his Nisim are different. So in what way is his Nevoah different? So we're saying like this. In terms of Moshe related to Nevoah, as it was part of his very existence, part of his very essence was that he was in a state, a constant state of Roy for Nevoah. He never had to be machave, never had to stop and think and put his, his thoughts together. As a, as a, as a gavra, his very existence was that of the, of the, the level of Nevoah. Okay. And in that sense, maybe the Ram's trying to say that if let's take the let's take the uh, the case of uh, of Elisha. So when 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 the when the Melech was asking Gehazi, tell me the tell me the Nisim, so the Nisim are like you're saying, they are an indication of his stature. And if I have to tell if someone else has to tell you. Then that means to say, the the identity of Elisha by itself is not synonymous with his level, because there's Elisha, and then you have to be you have to be informed of his of his osos. So to the Am, you can't say to the Am that his that his his uh, his level of perfection of Navuah is synonymous with his identity because it needs to be it needs to be informed people need to be told but for moshe it couldn't be that way moshe had to exist as the adon hanadim and he had to exist with the perception like you're saying that he they, they can't there could not be any distinction between all of moshe's identity as an uh moshe's identity as a navi had to be part of his very essence it couldn't be. There's the Ish Moshe, and then he's also, uh, and then he is Misnabe Bizman. His 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 was part of his essence, and therefore his identity as a Navi had to be firsthand and intrinsic to everybody's knowledge of who he was. It can't be a chilek between knowing Moshe and knowing Moshe as a Navi. If there's a distinction between knowing Moshe and that he's a Navi, then that's the wrong perception of Moshe. So unless his unless his nisim were muhach lakol, unless it was it was a dava mafursam, all of his uh, all of his his osos, there would exist some distinction between Moshe as the individual and Moshe as a nothing. and it would be some kind of a, a, an extra attribute. You could know about Moshe and not yet know about his his, his osos. So that would be that that. That couldn't be. It had to be that his that his very identity was steered in the minds of the whole world, friend and foe, as what he actually was. And even though the Nisim were done for practical reasons, but ultimately he was saying the distinction of a nace is that the nace is some kind of a mark of a person's character of Nivua. And for no and for and for Moshe. It had to be synonymous with who he was. His identity of, of a Navi had to be synonymous with his name. And if you can hear about Moshe, but not yet know about his Osos, then that's not true. So for every other Navi, Nevoah is a mikvah here. And therefore, the identity of who he is, is something that could be added to his, to his shame. But for Moshe, it couldn't be.
It had to be Le'enek or Yisrael. It had to be, it had to, had, his, very, his very existence had to be uh, a Navi. And for us to know he's a Navi, it's through Osos. So the Osos had to be widespread and universal so that there's no, um, there's no chilek between Moshe and the uh, and the nace just happens to be the only vehicle that is mucha lakol, because it shows that he's on the level. It shows that he is is uh, is like Ram says. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he is. Um, as Lashon says, he's he's tzor, He's he's uh, he's kosher to the to the tzor alone. He shows the, that he is connected in in a way to the um, to the. Uh, to a Karish Baruch Hu, who's the uh, who, who's who has the uh, control over over the over the over the world, but that's the only way. How can other people know? Versus what's the other form of demonstration? Okay, anyway, think about it. But so I'm saying it's similar to what you're saying. Very good. I, I hear your precise term. Yeah.